16 after 11 o'clock. This particular song will tell you who exactly our Friday wind down is. It's actually one of those songs that, at least for me, it, it takes you back to a particular moment in time, right? It, there's a certain atmosphere, there's a certain vibe. It almost centers me perhaps a bit in my childhood, hanging out, having it playing on the background, people just hanging around, having fun. Well, the person in studio, a legendary musician in South Africa and somebody whose music has been enjoyed not just in the, in this country but uh, other parts of the world as well. We know him as Joe Nina. Hello, Joe. <laughs> hello, hello. Or hello, should hello. I say Makosini? Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> that confirms that you really know me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. And hello to you and hello to the listeners. Out it, there. It's such a pleasure to have you in studio. Thank you so much. Um, Lebo has wanted you to have us in studio for a long time. He's such yes. a big fan. I don't know how he reacted when you got in here. Don't 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 just look at him being cool, calm and collected. Yes, He's yes. actually like jumping up and down on the inside and not knowing what to do with himself right now. When I was walking in, I had a wild comment. They said, somebody here says our own baby face. I was like, H-O-E. <laughs> Beautiful. But you I do have a baby face, hey? <laughs> thank yeah, you. I yeah, appreciate you, do. It. you definitely do have a baby thank face. You, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for coming into studio. <laughs> um, I, I, I was I was asking you, you know, should I say Joe Nina? Should I say Joe or should I say Makosini? Of course, on stage and yes. through your music, South Africans know you as, as Joe, Joe Nina. Nina. Yes, but yes. that's not what we find on the ID. Uh, Makosini will just confirm that we are Ngaz. <laughs> you know me very well. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, Jodina, I like it. But uh, more than anything, is, is uh, I prefer it to be called Makosini, especially when I'm off stage. But on radio, yes, Jodina uh, rather. But uh, in, in general, I prefer to be called Makosini. You know, we're uh-huh. having fun. It's Friday. Mm. And even, I'm like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> What's wrong You're with like, you? You're like, why, 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 why? So, 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 so tell, tell me about then yes. um, your own process of, of having a, a stage name versus a you, versus who mm-hmm. you actually are. Yes. Um, you know, uh, sometimes, and I'm going to give this example, you know, uh, Beyonce will talk about a Sasha Fierce, which is a personality that yes. she embodies, that is her stage persona, but yes, it's yes, not yes. who she is as, as a human being. True. What was that the, a similar process for you in, uh, in having a stage name? No, not necessarily. Mm. Um, when I started, it was early, it was uh, late in the ni- in the eighties rather. Mm. You know, I started very young, and um, I had an opportunity to do my first LP. I think in nineteen eighty nine. Wow! How and old were you? I think I was fifteen. You were a baby. <laughs> yes. it, it was child labor. <laughs> it was so. So, so basically, you're a child star. Yeah, absolutely, because I was born in a musical family. Yeah. My, my, my mother was a backing vocalist in my father's band. Mm-hmm. So I, I grew up there. But uh, at that time, they had problems with calling me Makosini Kaba as an artist. So mm-hmm. I had to find stage names. I st- my first one was derived from a, a cartoon I liked when I was growing up. Which was? Called me Cool. Number one, <laughs> so I call myself <laughs> Terence McCool. <laughs> and then, uh, when I got the second deal with EMI, uh, I was falling in love with Salif Keita, mm-hmm. so I called myself Salimaya. Wow. Um, when I got my third deal, I think it was now with Teal Polygram, mm-hmm. uh, with Soli Mulepo. Uh, a lot of people called me Joe because I used to play a lot of soccer when, okay. when my legs were still my legs. <laughs> um, 
And, and, and I had to think of another name, but then I thought Joe is okay because everyone knows me with the Joe name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the icon that I love musically is Nina Simone. You know, I, 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 a part of me was like, <laughs> do not tell me that this whole time Nina yes. is actually derived from Nina Simone. My love for Nina Simone, yes. Wow. My respect for her and, 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 and everything that she, she lived for. I, that's why I call myself Joe Nina. That is absolutely fascinating. Yes, yes. I'm so glad to learn that about you. Yes. What is it a p- particularly about Nina Simone that you were drawn to? Because I think she represents so much as an individual, as a musician, and there, there's so many different threads that you can pick up about yeah. Nina Simone that one can very easily draw inspiration from. Uh, the, the first one for me was the fact that uh, she learned classical piano. Mm. I was like, wow. And from that knowledge or from that, those studies, she just came up with her own style, the whole, her own way of playing the piano, which mm. was very beautiful. But secondly is the fact that she was an activist. Mm. You know, she, she, she stand for who we are. You mm. know, she, she had no, uh, no fear about her, the color of her skin, for instance. She had no fear about existing in a place where she felt like she was not supposed to be. Mm. You know, she... She was just a beauty. She was the most uh, powerful woman I ever came across in the history for my, for me personally. Wow. I mean, obviously, the next person who I believe was that powerful was uh, Mamwini Mandela, yeah. you know, for her to stand for that long. But Nina Simone, for me, to date still, she's like, wow, my hero. Rather, my shiro. <laughs> <laughs> but, but part of, but part of why, why I'm fascinated by that is so. because she obviously also did a particular type of music. So. Um, you also uh, have focused a lot on your music. You're known as uh, being one of the significant contributors to the sound of Kwaito yes, in, yes. in this country. And I, I, I'm trying to, to match <laughs> the two. And I know that, yes, we'll say, you know, people and musicians can enjoy all sorts of music um but 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 i I want you just to let me in a little bit more on that uh you see when i started music my family was doing strictly okay a lot of people don't know it now because you can hardly hear in paranyana Mm. the soul brothers steve kekana uh, 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 <laughs> you know uh, so from that music every Sunday every Saturday when they were doing a garden at home the LPs that were playing in the house was Nina Simone uh, your your ah there's so many names they come to mind at once mm-hmm. but most of it was like deep hardcore jazz you know um, which I fell in love with so when I started playing my first instrument it was a piano mm-hmm. uh, no 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 my first instrument was drums and um uh, while I was playing drums and learning how to sing, I thought it would be easier to learn how to play the piano. So I st- then I moved to piano. So I would check a few things that Nina Simone used to do, which was amazing. And it's like, what? How did I get to that? And uh, eventually, uh, when I started doing my own music as a, as, as, a, as a young artist, up and coming, taking my demos to record companies, mm. they were rejected because they, they were different. They were not the sound that everybody knows. Yeah. You know, so... When I got my first break, yes, I did my LP. It was not successful because it was different. <laughs> the second one, the third one, until I did uh, LA Beat, Boss of the Road, mm. which I took from the mid-tempo, um, the black boxes of those days, and I mixed it with a little bit of our groove as Africans, you know, and I put some hardcore, hardcore deep bass line, 
and the song Boss of the Road become the bomb. And um, after that, I decided, okay, I had some discussions, by the way, with Atama Fukati because I, I contributed into, in, into his uh, winning of the Coca-Cola Full Blast. Mm. And uh, so I decided, okay, I'm going to do something different. Uh, some they still call me the actual architect of of Kwaito. Wow! But uh, it's one thing that I I don't do. I don't blow my I blow my own horn. Mm. So <coughs> when I did the the second album uh, after the 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 Bells of the Road, I did an album called One Two One Two, where I had songs like Boza, Nina, Vuvuzela. Hey. But but the beauty about that was that it was mid tempo, and the background was vibes, the vibraphones. Which were played by all so the jazz musicians. You, 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 you were vibing long before the 2000s talked about vibes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, like, yes. Like, like you, you've been vibing like in general. Deal. Absolutely. Mm. I mean, you can hear from the version of Ding Dong you played yes. now. That's a new version. It was difficult to get my voice to sound the same, though. Uh, but what's different about that is that we replayed the vibes, the vibraphone, mm. and I got Moti from Mikasa to play the proper muted trumpet, which wow. was reminding me of Miles Davis. Mm. Yes. Wow, that's that's so so um, fascinating to hear part of your story and just what has gone into the journey of course now you sit back with decades worth of experience having started out as a 15 year old and you have the opportunity of looking back at what your career has been so far and Mm. let's perhaps just talk about your reflections today when you think about Jonina when you think about the journey that Mm. you you have been on in the music industry uh, well, I won't, po- I won't portray myself as an angel. Mm. I was wild. <laughs> I was wild when I was growing up. I mean, mm. um, uh, I got famous when I was 16 years old. Mm. I got my first catching <laughs> when I was 20 years old. Like uh, that's what I'm saying. You, you, you are a child star. Yeah, I mean, like the likes of Justin Bieber yes. and other... So, so kind of growing up in in the spotlight when, is really what you had to go through. When I was through. nineteen already, I had my own flat in Hillbro, and Hillbro was still beautiful. Yeah, it was, you know, when you stay in Hillbro those days, are like, what you incentive, man? <laughs> that, that's what I hear. You know, I've never seen Hillbro that way, but uh, but but that's what we hear about it. That that it used to it be the place. Area, Hillbro, Yeovil, hmm. uh, uh Observatory, that was the beauty of Johannesburg. You yeah. know? Uh, but unfortunately, it has deteriorated due to time and all the other mm. circumstances. Um, so I was I was all over the place more than anything. Were you living by yourself, 19? Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. In your own apartment? In my own apartment. With your own bank cards, credit cards? Everything. Hey, <laughs> hey, the whole hey, thing. Hey. But I would visit home because me and my parents were tight, you know, mm. and, and, and I'd, I'd be... Uh, like that's why when I lost my father in 2001, I, mm. I felt like I lost a friend, you know. Mm. But I'm grateful that my mother is still alive. So I, I take a portion of that love and still share it with her and embrace her all the time. Um, I love her <laughs> to bits. Um, so when I was famous, obviously I would go up and down, in and out, trying substances at some points. Uh, fortunately, that's one thing that I think for some good reason, God gave me strength to overcome that part of life because I, 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 I walked out very fast because I saw myself deteriorating and dying very fast there. Mm. Um, but the greatest highlights of my moments when I look back, it was the first time I got an opportunity to produce Patricia Majalisa when she was very popular at the time. And uh, the beautiful Brenda Farsi got jealous. 
And the next album she wanted to do, she just came straight into the studio one day and said, you're going to be my next producer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And when I got to do that album, you know, uh, the songs like Aksa Simnandi yo Gibambe Futi yo Unshayanga Pagati I wrote that and when I did that album I got an opportunity mm-hmm. to go with her to do the final mastering and mixing in London as young as I was and when I got there I used that opportunity to learn further in terms mm-hmm. of mastering and sound engineering at some studio called Butterfly Studio so when I came back I came with little bit more knowledge of mm. what it is like to mix a song properly to master properly that's why some people of they course say, then you also have the street cred of you know i was in london working on this project <laughs> so they <would> say, <laughs> but for me what matters the most was the knowledge that i picked up from yeah. there because now a lot of them they say hey, you're trying too much to be a perfectionist but it's not that it's just mm. because of what i've learned and how my ears have become you know i i can tell within a, sec- a second or two seconds of a song that this is not it mm. you know and when I got an opportunity to be a partner with Prarechi Kapapiri, you know, and build our own studio in Bramfantein, in Metal Box, that was, like, amazing. When I had an opportunity to uh, share times with uh, Baba Winston Mankunku, mm-hmm. you know, playing him his horn and telling him how much he loves my Ntomzoto song and all that. Those are the times of my life that I look back as much as most of them are late now, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I still cherish them. I still feel them. I still do things sometimes with them in my mind. Prastif Kekana. Um, when I did the trio, which was myself, uh, Prastif Kekana, uh, Pranana Coyote, and I decided I want to feature Baptsepo uh, Tsula mm-hmm. and Prahuma Sikela under the trio. It was another... That and and <laughs> I mean, the, these are icons that, yes. that, that, that you're talking about. Absolutely. That you had the opportunity to work with as, as a youngster. I would I would say I mean it's before you even get to the prime of yes, of, yes. of of one's life. The beauty is that after learning so much, I started instead of spending money buying cars, I started spending money buying equipment. So, <laughs> yeah. So at a young age, I had my yeah. own studio, so I could come with come up with concepts of the projects, and then give them a call. But you, I got this thing in mind. Who can check it? Can't me light. You know. Uh, but there's so much. When I got an opportunity to produced the African jazz pioneers mm-hmm. um, uh, Orlando it was amazing when I got an opportunity to produce Unomganga Undibizel Unomganga Prastompi Oh, Joe, Joe, Joe Pause, 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 <laughs> pause, pause, you, pause, pause, pause It's 11.30 Our Friday wind down guest, Joe Nina It feels like a walk down memory lane right into the musical archives of this country Let me go to the latest news headlines We'll continue with Joe after this Kathimo Satana on SAFM. Morning, Kathy. You see, you've brought the, a legend, our own baby face, on our national radio. What I want to tell him is that uh, we are amateur musicians, and one of us has created a, a song praising him. So we just don't know how to send him these tracks that we are singing about him. It's a deed and pushback reach. Hey, Katie. Uh, I'm a late 70s guy. Uh, the song I would like to hear and listen to Eled Boza Nina 
Vuvuzela. Isha. Uh, Kefi, uh, good morning, and your guest, Yonina. Uh, uh, keep up, Kefi, uh, really, uh, you are my excellency. Keep, keep up the good work. Uh, I would like to pose this question to you. Uh, as a role model, what is the role she is, what is the role she uh, uh, is playing to guide the, uh, the rest of your lives in the museum? Thank you very much, Sitiro Meja in Bluefontein. Oh, wow. Is that Johnina? Wow. Oh, we used to love the music from Johnina. We used to listen to it in Zimbabwe. Yo. Yeah. I don't know whether he knows that he was also big in Zimbabwe. All right, those are just some of the WhatsApp voice notes that are coming through for you, Joe, from uh, our listeners. Let me give you a chance to answer some of the questions that they yes. asked. Um, let me start with that one because uh, it, it is it's humbling me that one of the songs sung by me or to me or for me. <laughs> it's a dedication. <laughs> Rather for me, yeah. Mm. Oh, that dedication, yes. Mm. Uh, so you can please send that uh, song uh, to info at killerjoerecords.co.za. Info at K-I-L-L-A. R E C O R D S, killerjoerecords.co.za. I mean, .co.za rather. Thank you very much. Um, yo, um, the other question was, did I know that I was loved in Zimbabwe? Yes. I know very well. You know, I, I remember at some point, as young as I was, I was booked in Harare, mm. and uh, while I was performing in Harare on a Saturday, uh, I got a call, and uh, uh, rather they they someone got a call in Zimbabwe and they were told that if you don't mind please we've got another venue here in Bulawayo tomorrow morning I know it was not planned if you can come and perform tomorrow and then you leave on Monday <coughs> what's amazing is that when I got there that place was so chock-a-block sure like packed packed like it was marketed you mm. know and I was I was so fascinated it for me it has always been humbling to see such happening you know especially when it was outside of South Africa mm. um, which is why this one word that I've learned uh, in, in Zim, in Shona, which is called Zichanaka, because for whatever that Zim was going through, the only thing I could say to them was that it's going to be okay. Yeah. I, I just had to have that faith and believe that it will be okay. So That's beautiful. The, the powerful word I could just leave them with all the time. I love you all. Thank you very much. Zichanaka. Yeah. The, the other question was around um, mentorship and, and guiding youngsters. Um, I have a project that I'm working on with a, 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 an organization called Shilimani. Um, as we're speaking now, I moved back to my township. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm busy building a beautiful a mini setup of a studio and a rehearsal space, you mm -hmm. know, because for years I've been looking for a piece of land in my township because charity begins at home. Uh, my biggest picture is to actually build an art center an art center with recording studios, with uh, your rehearsal space, an art center with an art gallery, which is a space of artists to come and paint. And the third one, an art center with the visual center where they can come to videos, movies, documentaries, you name it, you know. But I'm still working on it. Meanwhile, I'm mentoring the young kids. I've got uh, this beautiful young girl by the name of Mabusi uh, featuring Sintu. Uh, Sintu plays a saxophone. 
mm-hmm. you know. And Mabusi is a beautiful singer. So the two of them, we're still working on the name, what we're going to call them, because we've got the singing. And, and I, I promise you, it's beautiful. You're going to love it. It, it, will, it will give women another pride again that they can do it. They are mm-hmm. strong. They are powerful. They don't have to depend when they have talent, you know. And when they come to the right place, that we're going to make sure that the talent shows and it shines without having to go, we are nice, we are nice. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I've got... Uh, and some young boys in the township called the Halabalus. We just did a remix of Spalau Daily because I believe Spalau Daily is a song that is relevant in all aspects, especially today, mm. with women being raped, kids being killed, you know, it's at, and people being shot in taverns and bars and all of that. So the song is basically saying, I pay So we did a remix of that. So yes, I'm trying as much as I can to mentor young musicians. And 90% of my band members are young kids. You know, the the, the music industry and the, the cycles that artists go through um, are often ones that are encompassed by highs and lows. You know, sure. that, um, you know, people have different phases where it feels like now I'm in the top of the career or now I'm at the bottom or whatever the case might be. When you look at where you are today, because you are a wealth of knowledge, you are a wealth of experience, I can't imagine that somebody like yourself does not have anything significant to still be contributing to South African music today. But but what is it about these ebbs and flows of, of the industry um, sometimes th- that lead to somebody like Jonina mm. being seen as more in the background and not necessarily in the forefront? You know, the sad thing is that uh, our industry has been driven by people that are just commercially inclined. Mm. They, they want to go with anything and everything that is selling at that point in time. And the mistake we are doing in my country is that um, every time something new comes, you forget about what is there or what was there before. You forget to document it for those ones who are coming up to know where they are coming from, mm. which I think that's where we're going to get lost generations, you know. That's the biggest mistake that we're doing in this country. Secondly, our country in most of the time it was run by major record companies major record companies were coming from overseas. Their goal was just to promote their international music, mm-hmm. their way of life, Western ways of doing things, more than anything. We were just taken in as artists so that they can be seen to be recording musicians. for it. But they didn't really have interest in making these musicians from here big overseas until they, I mean, rather before when they picked up big names like Abu Bab Matlati, the Hotel of Queens and all of that. Um, also, um, when they said there was a department of arts and culture, I think they they forgot to to find the proper meaning of what that it means really. You know mm-hmm. uh, that, that they were supposed to make sure that the few things I've ma- I've mentioned so far they look into them. For years, I've been on my interviews. I've been saying, you know how sad it is to celebrate someone when they're late already. Do you know how sad it is for one of the greatest names that we've known when they pass away, they. They die poppers. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's happening continuously, especially with the older musicians. And uh, um, it's also how musicians take themselves. Once they get to the stage of saying Abasang Nagi, they don't give up. You know, you find a brilliant musician jamming in a, in a tavern just to get food to for the next day and all that. For me, that's very painful. Hence, I'm hoping that with the art center, I can get people to work there. I can get young kids to be mentored. We can 
prepare our own stars that will shine and actually prepare other stars to come rather than the stars that we see come and going as mm. fast as possible. Because commercial is, <laughs> when I did Kwaito, the first time Frau saw me in downtown studios, he says, hey, me lady, what is thy Kwaito? I'm sorry, my chest. No, no, no problem. Yeah, sorry about that. So you, you, you know what I mean. It's, it's, a, it's almost the same as me now, mm. where I can say, "Me lady, what is that? My piano." And no doubt that it, it will be replaced and or, or it will evolve in, into something else. Absolutely, in future. absolutely. And I've, I've been saying that. I've said this before. I've said, uh, if you remember very well, when Quito came out, it was Afro pop. Uh, I influenced it with Sbala Uteling, Tom Zoto, Mganwami, Pumagi, Minom Tanda. So, and then there was Bafigi Zolo Malaika, mm. which was okay, which was nice. And then before you know it, then House was coming back in. Um, and I told them that this House might have a problem. And then there was there was what we call uh, Teven Kwaito. And then Teven Kwaito was gone. And before you know it, there was Gom. Mm. And Gom is still there, but very, very minimal now. Mm. And then Mapiano. What I'm trying to say is that all these genres of music, it's fine, you know, uh, embrace them, but grow with them rather. Don't, don't, don't be just as commercial artists. So, so do, don't be quick to move on from a sound without really fully exploring exactly. what the full impact of that sound can be and having artists who are drivers of that sound actually fully grow into... Also, also don't call yourself a musician if you don't know even a note or an instrument or a harmony or a playing instrument. I mean, you just take a sample, you throw it there, and you go, wow, it's a bamba. It's a hit. Ah, come on. We can do better than that. But in any case, um, uh, also, it's, it's do your research. Know where we're coming from. I mean, I see some of them, uh, most of them, actually, they, they, they're doing sampling of the old songs, mm. which is nice, you know, to, to acknowledge that. But uh, some of them are sampling them without uh, talk, talking to the composers mm. themselves, you know. Mm. And I don't think composers will get anything out of it. That's also mm. very crucial. But mm. in a nutshell, to answer that question is, said, the sad thing is that our music is just a commercial aspect of everything. And that will never grow. Mm. Yeah. So, so, so there's there, there's a respect then that that you're saying um, every artist should be mindful of and should pay to those that have come before them when they're producing that music. And respect doesn't mean that you're talking about Jonina all the time, but yeah. that you are mindful of what it has taken to be able to even have that sound in the first and place and to be where we are today. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Because yeah. there's a lot that contributed for me to be here before me. You know, uh, like I said, Mpaganga musicians, the Soul Brothers, Black Moss with the organ, Victor Masondo, rather Victor Antoni. I I was lucky because I was in the music industry, so most of those guys were my father's friends. You know, so I got to only not only know them, but when I grew up, like Pravik, can I come visit? Like and before you know it, I learned from them. So yes, also that. They must be mind, uh, rather they must open up their minds and, and be willing to learn. Not 90% of the young musicians that are growing today, before you know it, once he's got, uh, or rather once they are trending, mm. 
they just become pigheaded. I, I, I was going to say, what do you think is the role of social media, particularly because um, obviously now you don't even need a, a record label to yes. be able to uh, have your song out there for True. it to even be popularized. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing that artists are able to get their work out there independently. True. True. But what do you see as, as some of the risks around that culture? That, that that has developed. It's my first point exactly because mm. anyone and everyone can throw in a song and say it's a song, mm. even if it's not a song. <laughs> That's the first thing that is dangerous about this social media thing. Oh, you know? But I get if we're dancing to it, then it's a song. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and if it's in all our TikTok videos, then it's a, you you think it's not a song because you're listening with a musical ear. You know what I said but, but But for me, who doesn't know the difference yeah. between this note and that note, as long as it's conquering in the right places. <laughs> you know what I said to the other kid the other day? I said, I said another man's food is another man's poison. Yes. <laughs> so what you eating might kill me. <laughs> that's why they're going to call me Killer Joe for nothing. <laughs> in any case, yes, the social media, uh, to be honest, I, I'm, not, I, I, I'm not mastering it that yet that much. You know, I, I'm working on it. Apparently, my Facebook page is growing um uh and and, and another thing that uh, is uh, still a little bit difficult for me is is uh, to let go of CDs completely you know mm. because we are uploading now you know mm. i still upload yes you know because i've got my team that uploads how, how big is your collection I, i'm thinking mm. about the music that you would have been collecting from a youngster as a 15 year old i mean you must have rooms and rooms and rooms full of music. <laughs> the sad thing about me is that I'm, I'm a traveler. Uh -huh. So most of the music that I've, uh, I've collected is all over the place. But the, the place that I is, is archived properly, it's in my heart and in my mind. Mm -hmm. Because I've listened to most of the music. That music took me from the sad moments to joy, you know. Um, it took me from the moments where I thought things are so tough, I'm so, mm -hmm. and then they gave me hope, you know. Um, those songs made me cry sometimes. Like, uh, how is this possible? You know, and I'm trying to practice it, and it's taking me days. Like, mm. come on, man, wake up and come show me this. <laughs> you know, uh, so um, you know, I I wouldn't say I've got that much collection because I, you know, when it comes to pictures, mm. I'm very bad. Like, I think I only have one picture of me and my father. Um, I only have. But now, how are we going to get into your head? Uh, you won't and, be able and, to. And, <laughs> <laughs> I locked it out. And, and, and record the tunes that are playing in your head. Like, it's different. What, what yeah. must happen, Joe? What, uh, must, what must happen now? You see, that the, 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 the only thing that could happen is that uh, as a company we're working on, do you know that uh, this album we're, we're talking about today, it's my it's my 30th album. Wow. Uh, this is not like uh, other, pro no, it's just my 30th album as Jonina, not the ones I've produced, not mm. counted yet. Mm. And uh, that's the what, that's the list that I know that I'm going to try and put it back so that people, if they want to go as back as 1989, they can find my music. You know? All right. Yeah. We'll continue the conversation with Joe Nina of A. He said, I, must, I will call him Makosini when we're, during the break. But <laughs> <laughs> he says for being on radio, he's known as Joe Nina. We'll also play some of the WhatsApp voice notes that you're sending through for him. And of course, find out about his current project. What has he be get, been getting up to? What's been taking up his time? That's part of where we'll lead the conversation after this break.
Oh, oh, good morning, Sis Kate. Yeah, indeed, you have the legend there today. Oh, this guy remind me my late brother. Oh, Katie. Now I see him, my brother, in me today. Oh, in, in that part, saying, Yangamuke Kaset. Ah, Katie. My brother was killing this song. Yo, thank you. Enjoy. We need the letters like this to stay longer and stronger. Hi, Kathy. Oh, this is like my You got a legend there. The guy was supposed to go straight to the idols and give us people who can sing in this country. His voice, when it comes to singing, oh, man, the guy is so great. He's a legend, man. He's a legend, man. The song, Wenom Tanders, if he, if he can listen to the voice from that guy, yo, I, Makosin, I, 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 From 1990-something, uh, started to listen to your music. Uh, you never disappointed us, man. This is Agma Tebula. Yeah, well, Keithy, thank you for inviting that great guy, a great musician, to the studio. You know, I like his song. No malume wako, no malume wako, chanala lela. No mtanda, so you know, a guy with a variety voice. Yes, he has a big face as well. You know, I like that man. I like that man's music. Ooh, he is. You know, all his songs are so thrilling. You know, thank you, lovely brother, for blessing us with great music. Joe, Nina, Joe, Nina. You know, you live up to your name, because you reprimand your niece on wrongdoing. Good afternoon, lovely people. Housing from Mel Park. I'm Kathy and SFM listeners. I'm happy to bring one of my favorite artists, Joe, Nina. It's very inspiring to hear his uh, story. It is very good and inspiring to upcoming artists. They should learn from him. My name is Timagato Malaka from Butokomukomeni. Thank you very much for bringing this man up. All right. Thanks for those WhatsApp voice notes that you're sending through uh, for Jonina. So what have you been up to? Um, um, <laughs> uh, originally, I was supposed to release an album in 2020. Mm-hmm which we started in 2018, working on it. We're still gathering it together. And then the end of 2019, a month or two months later, they said there was something called COVID mm. issue. Then we, things started to change. We had to adapt to new ways of doing things, mm. put on a mask all the time. Um, we had to record some of the music, but we cannot be in, in one space, you know? So for instance, I had to send the song to Professor in Devon and then he would send his voice back to me and then I must fit it. I have to send the song to Zakwe in Port Chepstein and then he has to send the song back to me to to put it in the song. It was not the same, you know, the mm-hmm. feel was not exactly the same. And, but I strived, I, I I learned one thing though out of that process. There was a song I wrote for Branana Coyote, it's called Kivu Enseng, Ason Tlumula Lady King Taba. You know, and I loved that song and I thought, to honor Branana since he's late and I don't hear anyone saying anything about him, how can I do a duet with him? And he's gone. 
um, so I found a Karabo Mutijuane at the sun to Prana and I said, My Buddha, tell me, I think you and Bra, uh, 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 oh, I forgot his name, my names are running away, but anyway, you did a Tapel Home, that is, you and Tapel Buddha Tapes, you did a remix. Eh? Can you please send me just his voice? Wow. And they did. So, and um, I had to find that voice and put it in the new rhythm and put my voice on it as if we were in the studio together. It was it was overwhelming. It was beautiful. Um, while we had that, and I I got to record with Dr. Steve Kekana just mm -hmm. a week before he passed on. Um, I didn't know that was the case, though, because uh, he had a, a remix of his song called Koduwa Yamaseru, a song that he dedicated to Lesotho when he once performed there, and it was terrible. People were dying from there. And also we did a duet with Brastif. And then when he left the studio, on, on, I mean Josie, on Friday, he was going to go and do something in, in Zebediela on, on, over the weekend. And Monday he went to the hospital, he passed mm. on. Mm. So o all of that... Uh, still didn't stop me from calling that project 2020 because not only I wanted to call the album 2020 because I thought 2020 was sounding cool and I believe 2020 was going to be a beautiful year and it turned out to be the worst year of mm. our lives. You know, we lost mm. a lot of people that we love. So I got uh, the Soweto String Quartet and I got uh, Soweto Gospel Choir to gather with me together and we wrote a song called Bambelela which is a song of hope to say we've been through a lot. I mean, we've been through things in life, you mm. know, but this one, pandemic in particular, it was the worst thing ever. And we lost a lot of people in the process. We we couldn't do a lot of things. We were deprived of other things. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. And, um, but when, when Soweto String Quartet agreed to come and record and the gospel choir agreed to come and record, also we had to do our recording like, you guys, you can only bring four or, four or eight at the time, you know, and, and we cannot all be in the studio at the same time, all those kind of things. But I think the song turned out to be the best and, and it, it's sounding very beautiful. I hope people would love it. I then also got some young musicians together. I think one of them was from the Idols. Her name is Buitumuelo. She calls herself B. Pongo Riot, my prestige Kekena once again. Mm. And we gathered together and we wrote a song called One Africa. Because I I thought that the last time I had a song like We Are The World, I've never had anything like it. Yes, that. that's true. You know, and and everyone who tries to write something like that, instead of, of taking the concept, they're actually taking the melody as well. I'm like, mm. but that's not that's not the getting inspired. That's like copying literally, mm. you know. So we wrote a song called uh, One Africa, a song that is saying Mabubu Ubuntu. This is what I believe will make the difference in this universe should it come back. Otherwise. All right. Yeah. Joe, I'm looking at the time. We literally yes. have three minutes left. Thank you. I thank also you. want to give our listeners a chance to hear some of the music from your latest album. We'll be closing off with Inkli Zuyoyam. Uh, that's the one that's featuring uh, and Steve Gagan. Yes, but perhaps just your your final note to, to listeners and um, for those that want to look out for you, if yes. there are going to be any performances you've been getting, uh, you'll be getting involved in, or just people wanting to get in touch. Um, in, an, in, in a very quick one, since we've got a few minutes, I want you. To, I really want them to hear that song. Um, for the first time, I, I think uh, I'm going to be honoured with a, 
a lifetime award at the summers. This yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and so you heard it here first. You heard and, it and here and first. Yes, definitely. And that is an answer to my prayer to say, wow. please celebrate us while we are still alive, you know. And um, I'm, I'm grateful. And this album I'm talking about, it's also nominated as the best album, uh, a contemporary album, whatsoever. So that on its own for me is like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not all for nothing. <laughs> You're like, I'm still in the game, baby. It's still in the game. Yes, and thank you. But more than anything, I want to say thank you to everyone, especially the ones who called in and those who are listening, those who are supporting me as an individual and as a musician to my family and everyone else and, and to SAFM for bearing with me until we made it to this date you know <laughs> I thank you all very much don't give up don't despair there's a lot of us out there so don't just celebrate me celebrate us all but please be picky don't just take anything and everything and still call it music as a belief talk man <laughs> <laughs> okay Makosini okay <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you so much for coming into studio. It's been a pleasure being in conversation with you over the last hour. That's also where we wrap it up on the talking point for this week. As always, we'll be back with you again bright and early Monday morning. Have a lovely weekend. This is Inklizio Yam featuring Steve Gegana by Joe Nina.